0: Good evening from the health education campus of Case Western Reserve University and the Cleveland Clinic. I'm Chris Wallace of Fox News, and I welcome you to the first of the 2020 presidential debates between President Donald J. Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. This debate is sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates. The commission has designed the format, six roughly 15-minute segments with two-minute answers from each candidate to the first question, then open discussion for the rest of each segment. Both campaigns have agreed to these rules. For the record, I decided the topics and the questions in each topic. I can assure you none of the questions has been shared with the commission or the two candidates. This debate is being conducted under health and safety protocols designed by the Cleveland Clinic which is serving as the health security advisor to the commission for all four debates. As a precaution, both campaigns have agreed the candidates will not shake hands at the beginning of tonight's debate. The audience here in the hall has promised to remain silent. No cheers, no boos or other interruptions so we, and more importantly you, can focus on what the candidates have to say. No noise except right now as we welcome the Republican nominee, President Trump, and the Democratic nominee, Vice President Biden. Donald Trump and Joe Biden walk out onto the stage in Cleveland for the first presidential debate
1: of the 2020 season, No
0: Handshake per the COVID Rules. Moderator Chris Wallace with the first question. It will be to President Trump. Gentlemen, a lot of people have been waiting for this night, so let's get going. Our first subject is the Supreme Court. President Trump, you nominated Amy Coney Barrett over the weekend to succeed the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the court. You say the Constitution is clear about your obligation and the Senate's to consider a nominee to the court. Vice President Biden, you say that this is an effort by the President and Republicans to jam through on an appointment and what you call an abuse of power. My first question to both of you tonight. Why are you right in the argument you make and your opponent wrong? And where do you think a Justice Barrett would take the court? President Trump, in this first segment, you go first. Two minutes. Thank you very much, Chris.
2: I will tell you very simply, we won the election. Elections have consequences. We have the Senate. We have the White House. And we have a phenomenal nominee, respected by all, top, top academic, uh, good in every way, good in every way. In fact, uh, some of her biggest endorsers are very liberal people from Notre Dame and other places. So I think she's going to be fantastic. We have plenty of time, uh, even if we did it after the election itself. I have a lot of time after the election, as you know. So I think that uh, she will be outstanding. She's going to be uh, as good as anybody that has served on that court. We really feel that. Uh, We have a professor at Notre Dame, highly respected by all. said She's the single greatest student he's ever had. He's been a professor for a long time at a great school. And uh, we just, uh, we won the election, and therefore we have the right to choose her. And very few people knowingly would say otherwise. And by the way, the Democrats they wouldn't even think about not doing it. If they had, the only difference is they're trying to do it faster. There's no way they would give it up. They had Merritt Garland, but the problem is they didn't have the election. So they were stopped. And probably that would happen in reverse also. Definitely would happen in reverse. So we won the election and we have the right to do it, Chris.
0: President Trump, thank you. Uh, Same question to you, Vice President Biden. You have two minutes.
1: Well, first of all, um, thank you for doing this Looking Thank forward you. to this, Mr. President.
0: Thank
1: you, Joe. I, uh, the American people have a right to have a say in who the Supreme Court nominee is. And that say occurs when they vote for a United States senators and when they vote for the president of the United States. They're not going to get that chance now because we're in the middle of an election already. The election has already started. Tens of thousands of people have already voted. And so the thing that should happen is we should wait. We should wait and see what the outcome of this election is, because that's the only way the American people get to express their view is by who they elect as president and who they elect as vice president. Now, what's at stake here is the president's made it clear he wants to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. He's been running on that. He ran on that. And he's been governing on that. He's in the Supreme Court right now trying to get rid of uh, the the Affordable Care Act, which uh, will strip 20 million people from having insurance, health insurance now, if, if, they, if it goes in the court. And and uh, the justice, and I have nothing, I'm not opposed to the justice. But she seems like a very fine person. But she's written before she went on the bench, which is her right, that she thinks that the Affordable Care Act is not constitutional. The other thing that's on the court, and if, if, if it's struck down, what happens? Women's rights are fundamentally changed. Once again, a woman could be helped pay more money because she has a pre-existing condition of pregnancy. We were able to – they were able to charge a woman more for the same exact procedure a man did – gets. And that ended when we, in fact, passed the Affordable Care Act. And there's 100 million people who have preexisting conditions, and they'll be taken away as well. Those preexisting conditions, the insurance companies are going to love this. And so it's just not appropriate to do this before this election if he wins the election and the Senate is Democrat or Republican, then he goes forward. If not, we should wait until February. All right. There aren't
2: 100 million people with pre-existing conditions. As far as a say is concerned, the people already had their say. They, Okay, Justice Ginsburg said very powerfully, very strongly, at some point 10 years ago or so, she said a president and the Senate is elected for a period of time. But a president's elected for four years— we're not elected for three years. I'm not elected for three years. So we have the Senate. We have a president. He's elected to the next During election. that period of time, during that period of time, we have an opening. I'm not elected for three years. I'm elected for four years. The and elections the 100 already million started. people, Joe, the 100 million people is totally wrong. I don't know where you got that number. The bigger problem that you have is that you're going to extinguish 180 million people with their private health care, that they're very That's happy That's simply with. not true. Well, you're I simply know, going that, to socialists. Go you're going this to is, socialist this is,
0: We're now into, gentlemen, we're now into open discussion. Open discussion. Open discussion. Open discussion. <laughs> yes, I agree. Go ahead, Vice President. Number White. one, uh, he
1: he knows that uh, what I proposed, what I proposed <laughs> is that uh, we expand Obamacare and we increase it. We do not wipe any, and one of the big debates we had with 23 of my colleagues trying to win the nomination that I won, were saying that Biden wanted to allow people to have private insurance. Still, they can, they do, they will under my proposal. It's not what you've said, but and it's not what your party is, has said. That is simply your party lie. doesn't
2: say it. your party wants sim- to go socialist. My medicine party is me. And socialist right now, I am. And the they're going to dominate party. you, Joe. You know
1: that. I am the Democratic Party right now. The platform of the we're Democratic Party Harris. is what I, in fact, approved of. What I approved of. Now, here's the deal. The deal is that it's going to wipe out pre existing conditions. And by the way, the 20, the 200,000 200, people that have died on his watch, how many of those have survived? Well, there are 7 million people that contracted COVID. What does it mean for them going forward if you strike down? The Affordable Care Act. And Joe, you've had
2: 308,000 military people dying because you couldn't provide them proper health care in the military. So don't tell me I'm about this. I'm happy to
1: talk about and this. And if you were here, well, you, it wouldn't be deal.
2: 200, it would be 2 million people <laughs> because you were very late on the draw. You late didn't want me draw. to ban China, which was heavily right. infected. You didn't want me to ban
0: Europe, which was heavily You would have been President, much later, Joe. Mr. Much later. Mr. President. You're talking about 2 million people. You're Mr. Not President, as a moderator... <laughs> We're going to talk about COVID in the next segment, but, but go ahead.
1: Let me finish. The point is that the president also is opposed to Roe v. Wade. That's on the ballot as well, in the court, in the court. And so that's also at stake right now. And so the election is all You don't ready know it's begun. on the ballot. Why I, is it in you know, the ballot? Because because Why is you it on said the ballot? it's not on the ballot. It's on the ballot in the court, I don't think so. in the court. Well, there's nothing happening there. Donald, would
0: you And you, you just don't know her
2: me? view on Roe v. Wade. You don't I don't know her know. view.
0: Well, all right. Let's, all right. Let's talk. We've got a lot to unpack here, gentlemen. We've got a lot of time. So, uh, on health care, and then we'll come back to Roe v. Wade. All right. Mr. President, the Supreme Court will hear. A case a week after the election, in which the Trump administration, along with 18 state attorneys general, are seeking to overturn. That's right. Obamacare to end Obamacare. You have spent the last because four, they want I, to I, give good I, health if care. If I may ask my question, sir.
1: Good health care.
0: Over uh, the last four years, you have promised to repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have never, in these four years, come up with a plan. A comprehensive plan to I replace have. Obamacare. Of course, I have. Well, I'll get rid an, of the I'm individual gonna, I finish, mandate. i give you an Excuse opportunity. Me. I got rid I... of the
2: individual mandate, which was Excuse a big chunk a of Obamacare. That is absolutely a big thing. That was I, the worst I, I didn't part ask of Obamacare. Sir, Chris, You're that was the worst him, part me. of Obamacare. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual, I, individual I, mandate was the most unpopular aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like you, Mr. President, I'm the moderator of this debate.
0: And I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer Go your Go ahead. Question. You, in the course of these four years, have never come up with a comprehensive plan to replace Obamacare. And just this last Thursday, you signed a largely symbolic executive order yes, to protect sir. people with pre-existing conditions yes. five days before this debate. So my question, sir, is what is the Trump health care plan?
2: Well, first of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him. But that's okay. I'm not surprised. Let me just tell you something. that (laughs) There's nothing symbolic. I'm cutting drug prices. I'm going with favored nations, which no president has the courage to do because you're going against big pharma. Drug prices will be coming down 80 or 90 percent. You could have done it during your 47-year period in government, but you didn't do it. (laughs) Nobody's done it. So we're cutting health
1: care. All of the things that we've done, insulin. I'll give you an
2: example. Insulin. It's going to—it was destroying families, destroying people, the cause. I'm getting it for so cheap— it's like water, you want to know the truth. So cheap. Take a look <laughs> at all of the drugs, that what we're doing, prescription drug prices. We're going to allow our governors now to go to other countries to buy drugs okay. because when they frat, pay just a I, tiny fraction. I, as I say, this but is, is open discussion. No, let but this is, big, me, this you'll is be happy. big stuff.
0: Sir, you'll be happy. I'm about to pick up on one of your points to ask the vice president, which is he points out that you would like to add a public option. To Obamacare and yes. the argument that he makes and other Republicans make is that that is going to end private insurance. It is and not. Will, if I'm I start asking you the question, uh, it it's will end. Your party says, by the way, it will end private insurance and create a government takeover of health care. It your does not. It's
1: that. only for those people who are so poor they qualify for Medicaid; they can get that free. In most states, except governors who want to deny people who are poor, Medicaid, anyone who qualifies for Medicare would excuse me, Medicaid would automatically be enrolled in the public option. The vast majority of the American people would still not be in that option, number one. Joe, so you agree with Bernie number, Sanders, the far I, left,
2: on the manifesto, with, with we new, call it. And that gives you
1: socialized medicine. Look, hey, Are I'm, you I'm saying not going to listen agree? to him. The fact of the matter is, I beat Bernie Sanders. Not by I'm, much. I, I beat him a whole hell of a lot. I'm not here I'm much. here, standing Pocahontas facing you, old buddy. Pocahontas up, I mean, would have left well, two days early. You would have lost
2: every primary All he knows how to on do Super is hurt. Tuesday. You got Look, very lucky. Look, here's a
1: deal. I got very lucky. I'm going get very lucky tonight as well. And tonight I'm going With to make what? sure, because here's the deal. Here's the deal. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I agree. just want to hey, make sure. It, Joe, to, you're the I, 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 I want to make sure. You ordered last in I, your class, I, not I, first in your I, class. I want to make <laughs> Mr. sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? No, he doesn't know how to do that. He has, You'd be you know, surprised. He, uh, you pick You'd be surprised. The, wrong ahead, guy, long, the wrong guy, the wrong night know. at the wrong time. Listen,
2: you agreed with Here's Bernie the deal. Sanders. But, the, man- the whole just, idea, uh, let, let let
1: him there him. is no manifesto, number Please one. Please let him speak, Mr. Number President. Number two. He just lost the left. Number two. I, I, you just lost the left. You agreed with Bernie
2: Sanders on a plan How, uh, Folks, absolutely agree, to. Folks, agreed do you have to, any idea what this is doing? Socialized medicine.
1: Mr. President. I'll tell you what. He is not for any help for people needing health care because his because he, in fact, already has cost 10 million people their health care that they had from their employers because of his recession. Number one. Number two, there are 20 million people getting health care through Obamacare now that he wants to take it away. He won't ever look you in the eye and say that's what he wants to do. Take it away. No, I want to give Number you better health care at a much lower price but, because Obamacare way, is no how, good. He doesn't know how. He doesn't know how to do that. Fixed it. He has never I've offered a fixed plan. It to an extent. He has Obamacare, never done a As you might thing. know, but probably do not uh, Gentlemen, if you
0: realize if you're good, both you know, speaking at the same still, time good, and it's too but, let, let the president's... go ahead, sir.
2: Obamacare is no good. We made it better, and I had a choice to make very early on. We took away the individual mandate. We guarantee pre-existing conditions, but took away the individual mandate. Listen, this is the way it is. And that destroyed that. They shouldn't even call it Obamacare. Then I had a choice to make. Do I let my people run it really well or badly? Oh, yeah. If I run it badly, they'll probably blame him, but they'll blame me. But more importantly, I want to help people. OK, I said, you got to run that's, it so well. That's what And I just for. had a meeting with them. They said the problem is no matter how well you run Obamacare, It's a disaster. It's too expensive, premiums are too high, and it it doesn't work. So we we do want to get rid of
0: it. Chris, we want to get rid of it. I understand it, sir, but I have to to give uh, you roughly uh, equal time. Please let the vice president talk.
1: He has no plan for health care. Of course we do. Please. He sends out... Wishful thinking. He has executive orders that have no power. He hasn't lowered drug costs for anybody. He's been promising a health care plan since he got elected. He has none. Like almost everything else he talks about, he does not have a plan. He doesn't have a plan. And the fact is, this man doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. I have, one,
0: I have one final question for you, sure. uh, Mr. Vice President. If Senate Republicans, we were talking originally about the Supreme Court here, if Senate Republicans go ahead and confirm Justice Barrett, uh, there has been talk about ending the filibuster or even packing the court, adding to the nine justices there. You call this a distraction by the President, but in fact it wasn't brought up by the President. It was brought up by some of your Democratic colleagues in in the Congress. So my question to you is, you have refused in the past to talk about it. Are you willing to tell the American people tonight whether or not you will support either ending the filibuster or packing the court? Whatever
1: position I take in that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how you strongly you feel. Court? Let vote now. Are you going to pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question Why because, you answer that because question?
2: the you question is the Supreme question Supreme is court justice, the radical left. Will you shut up, on, Listen. Who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your list? So Gentlemen,
0: is, I think this this we've ended so this. We're en- so no, no. not going to give a list. We have ended this segment. We're going to move on to the second segment. That was really a productive segment, wasn't it? <laughs> Keep
2: yapping, man. The people understand, <laughs> you. 47 do. years, you've done nothing. They understand. Oh.
0: All right. The second subject <laughs> is COVID-19, which is an awfully serious subject. So Let's try to be serious about it. We have had more than 7 million cases of coronavirus in the United States, and more than 200,000 people have died. Even after we produce a vaccine, experts say that it could be months or even years before we come back to anything approaching normal. My question for both of you is, based on what you have said and done so far and what you have said you would do starting in 2021, why should the American people trust you more than your opponent to deal with this public health crisis going forward? In this case, the question goes to you first, sir. Two minutes uninterrupted.
1: Good luck. 200,000 dead. As you said, over 7 million infected in the United States. We, in fact, have 5%, 4% of the world's population, 20% of the deaths. 40,000 people a day are contracting COVID. In addition to that, about between 750 and 1,000 people a day are dying. When he was presented with that number, he said it is what it is. Well, it is what it is because you are who you are. That's why it is. The President has no plan. He hasn't laid out anything. He knew all the way back in February how serious this crisis was. He knew it was a deadly disease. What did he do? He's on tape, he's acknowledging he knew it. He said he didn't tell us or give people a warning of it because he didn't want to panic the American people. You don't panic. He panicked. In addition to that, what did he do? He went in and he... And I laid out again in July what we should be doing. We should be providing all the protective gear. We should be providing the money the House has passed in order to be able to go out and get people the help they need to keep their businesses open. Open schools that cost a lot of money. You should get out of your bunker and get out of the sand trap and get in, in your golf course and go in the Oval Office and bring together the Democrats and Republicans and fund what needs to be done now to save lives.
0: So if we would have listened to you... you have two minutes, sir.
1: If we would have listened to
2: you, the country would have been left wide open. Millions of people would have died, not 200,000. And one person is too much. It's China's fault. It should have never happened. They stopped it from going in, but it was China's fault. And by the way, when you talk about numbers, you don't know how many people died in China. You don't know how many people died in Russia. You don't know how many people died in India. They don't exactly give you a straight count, just so you understand. But if you look at what we've done, I closed it, and you said he's xenophobic. He's a racist, and he's xenophobic, because you it's didn't think I should have closed our COVID. country. Wait, a, Wait a minute. It says two minutes. You didn't think we should have closed our country, because you thought it was too—it was terrible. You wouldn't have closed it for another two months. By my doing it early, in fact, Dr. Fauci said, President Trump saved thousands of lives. Many of you, a Democrat governors, said, President Trump did a phenomenal job. We worked with the governor. Oh, really? Go take a look. The governor said I did a phenomenal job. Most of them said that. In fact, people that would not be necessarily on my side said that. President Trump did a phenomenal job. We did. We got the gowns. We got the masks. We made the ventilators. You wouldn't have made ventilators. And now we're weeks away from a vaccine. We're doing therapeutics already. Fewer people are dying when they get sick. Far fewer people are dying We've done a great job. The only thing I haven't done a good job, and that's because of the fake news. No matter what you say to them, they give you bad press on it. It's just fake news. They give you good press, they give me bad press, because that's the way it is, unfortunately. But let me just tell you something. I don't care. I've gotten used to it. But I'll tell you, Joe, you could never have done the job that we did. You don't have it in your blood. You could have never done that job.
1: I know how to do the job, I know how to get the job done. Well, you done. didn't do very well in swine I flu.
2: H1N1, you were a disaster. Your own chief of staff said 000, you were a disaster.
1: Fourteen thousand people died, not two hundred thousand. There was no economic recession. you made a point. The there was no recession. You made a point. Let him answer it. And there was no one. There's no. We didn't shut down the economy. This is his economy that's being he shut down. The reason it's shut down is because look, you folks at home, how many of you got up this morning and had an empty chair at the kitchen table because someone died of COVID? How many of you were in a situation where you lost your mom or dad and you couldn't even speak to them? You had a nurse holding a phone up so you could in fact say goodbye. You would have lost far How more many people. people, Far is, more people. And you would have been one slave. And by the way, your own, his, 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 own, me, his own CDC director says we could lose as many as another 200000 people of now and the of And of the year. And he a up. we said, if we just wear a mask, we can save half those numbers. Just, just a mask. And by the way, in terms of the, the whole notion of a vaccine, we're for a vaccine, but we I don't trust him at all, nor do you. I know you don't. What well, we trust is a scientist. You don't trust Johnson, Pfizer. Okay, by you know, the way. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen,
0: let me let me move on to questions about the future, because you both have touched on one of the two of the questions I'm going to ask. Uh, t- focusing on the future first. President Trump, you have repeatedly either contradicted or been at odds with some of your government's own top scientists. The week before last, the head of the Centers for Disease Control, Dr. Redfield, said it would be summer before the vaccine would become generally available to the public. You said that he was confused and mistaken. Those were your two words. But... Dr. Slaoui, the head of your Operation Warp Speed, has said exactly the same thing. Are they both wrong? Well, I've
2: spoken to the companies, and we can have it a lot sooner. It's a very political thing because people like this would rather make it political than save lives. It is a very political thing. I've spoken to Pfizer. I've spoken to all of the people that you have to speak to. We have great Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and others. They can go faster than that by a lot. Become very political because the left, or I don't know if so, I call them so left, I don't know what I call The him. head
0: of your operation, Warp Speed, Dr. Snally. I disagree with him.
2: Yeah, No, I disagree with both of them. And he didn't say that. He said it could be there, but it could also be much sooner. I had him in my he, office two days talk, ago.
0: He talked about the summer, sir, before it's generally available. Just because like he Dr. said Redford. it's a possibility that we'll have. The
2: answer before November 1st, it could also be generally
0: available. Well,
2: we're going to deliver it right away. We have the military all set up logistically. They're all set up. We have our military that delivers soldiers and they can do 200,000 a day. They're going to be. This is the same man. It's all set up
1: by Easter. This would be gone away by the warm weather. It'd be gone. Miraculous like a miracle. And by the way, maybe you could inject some bleach in your arm and that would take care of it. This is the that same man. Said sarcastically that was same, you know, that, that
2: I, I would have said sarcastically. So
1: here's the deal. This man is talking about a vaccine. Every serious, every serious company is talking about maybe having a vaccine done by the end of the year. But the distribution of that vaccine will not occur until sometime beginning or the middle of next year to get it out. If we get the vaccine and pray God, we will.
0: May God we Mr. Will. Vice President, I want to pick up You'll have the. That, vaccine I, I, I want to pick that. up on this question, though. You say the public can trust the scientists, but they can't trust President Trump. In fact, you said that again tonight. Your running mate, Senator Harris, goes further, saying the public health experts, quote, will be muzzled, will be suppressed, given the fact that polls already show that people are concerned about the vaccine and are reluctant to take it. Are you and your running mate, Senator Harris, contributing to that fear?
1: No more than the question you just asked him. You pointed out he puts pressure and disagrees with his own scientists.
0: But you're saying Everybody you can't, knows. Senator and Harris is saying you no, can't trust the scientists. No.
1: Well, no, no, you can't trust the scientists.
0: Did, she didn't say that. You can't. She, trust she the, said the public health he experts, quote will be muzzled, will yes. be suppressed.
1: Well, the, that's what he's going to try to do. But there's millions of scientists, there's thousands of scientists out there, like here at this great hospital, that don't work for him. Their job doesn't depend on him. That's not... They're the people... They're, and by I the way... I spoke to the scientists, scientists
2: that are in charge. By the way... They will have the vaccine very does, soon.
1: Do you believe for a moment what he's telling you, in light of all the lies he's told you about the whole issue relating to COVID. He still hasn't even acknowledged that he knew this was happening, knew how dangerous it was going to be back in February, and he didn't even tell you. He's on record as saying it. He panicked or he just looked at the stock market, one of the two, because guess what? A lot of people died, and a lot more are going to die unless he gets a lot smarter, a lot quicker. Mr. President, did
2: you use the word smart? Uh, So you said you went to Delaware State, but you forgot the name of your college. You didn't (laughs) go to Delaware State. You graduated either the lowest or almost the lowest in your class. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. Oh, give me a break. Because you know what? There's nothing smart about you, Joe. 47 years, you've done nothing. Let's have this debate. And if you would have had, let me just tell you something, Joe. If you would have had the charge of what I was put through. I had to close the greatest economy in the history of our country. And by the way, now it's being built again. You see, and it's going up we get to the fast. economy
0: in the next segment, sir. Okay. It's going up fast. Okay. We'll look forward to- I, when it comes to how the virus has been handled so far, the two of you have taken very different approaches. And this is going to affect how the virus is handled going forward by whichever of you ends up becoming the next president. I want to quickly go through several of those. Reopenings. Vice President Biden, you have been much more reluctant than President Trump about reopening the economy and schools. Why, sir?
1: Because he doesn't have a plan. If I were running, I'd know how, what the plan is. You've got to provide these businesses the ability to have the money to be able to reopen with the PPE, as well as with the sanitation they need. You have to provide Tell them that plastic. Nancy Pelosi. Te- te- well, he's just shush for a minute. Tell it to See, Nancy and the,
2: Pelosi
1: and, and Schumer. By Ryan the way, Chuck. Nancy Pelosi and Schumer, they have a plan. He <laughs> won't even meet with them. The Republicans won't meet with okay. the Senate. But and he, and he, sits, he sits in his golf course. And I mean, no. literally, okay. think about it. You probably play more than it. I do,
0: Joe. Uh, uh, what about <laughs> this question of reopenings and the fact? Well, he wants to <laughs> shut down this
2: country. Oh. And I want to keep it open. And we you did a great thing by, by shutting shutting it, down. It, down. Shut it down. Wait a and minute, let Joe. Let me shut you down for a second, Joe, just for one second. We want to. He wants to shut down the country. We just went through it. We had to because we didn't know anything about the disease. Now we found that elderly people with heart problems and uh, diabetes and different problems are very, very vulnerable. We learned a lot. Young children aren't. uh, Even younger people aren't. We've learned a lot. But he wants to shut it down. More people will be hurt. By continuing, if you look at Pennsylvania, if you look at certain states that have been shut down, they have Democrat governors all. One of the reasons they're shut down is because they want to keep it shut down until after the election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On November I want, to, 3rd. I, want on it's a I want to move on to another subject. subject. I want to move on to another subject. But those states, those states are not subject. doing well
0: that are shut I, down which right now. got to respond uh, to that. President Trump, you have country. begun to increasingly question the effectiveness of masks as a disease preventer. And in fact, recently you have cited the, the issue of, of waiters touching their masks and touching plates. Are you questioning? No, the, I think the, the masks effect- are okay. of, of You have masks? to understand,
2: if you look, I mean, I have a mask right here. I put a mask on, you know, when I think I need it. Tonight, <laughs> as an example, everybody's had a test and you've had Social distancing and all of the things that you have to. But I Just wear like masks when needed. When needed, I wear masks. OK, let me ask. I don't have to, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from it. He shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. <laughs> I will Vice, say Vice,
0: will uh, say Vice President Biden. Go ahead, sir.
1: Look, the way to open businesses is them the wherewithal to be able to open. We provided money. The But I was asking you, sir, about masks. Well, masks, masks make a big difference. His own head of the CDC said if we just wore masks between now, if there, everybody wore masks in social distance between now and January, we'd probably save up to 100,000 lives. It matters, and they've also it said matters. the opposite. They've and also said no. The no serious person said the opposite. They no, no serious. All we'll right, Look at Dr. Fauci.
2: Dr. Fauci said the he opposite. He did not I, I say. left in this masks segment. Masks are not good. Then he changed his mind. He said masks are good. I, I I'm okay ask, with masks. I'm I want to ask you both masks. about one
0: last subject because your different approaches has even affected the way that you have campaigned, uh, President Trump. You're holding large rallies with crowds packed together, thousands of people outside. Outside, yes, sir. Agreed. Uh, Vice President Biden, you are holding much smaller uh, events. With nobody be- will show up. People with... <laughs> well, it's true.
2: <laughs> nobody shows up to his rallies. All right. All
0: right. In any case, why you holding the big rallies? Why you not? You go first, sir.
2: Because people want to hear what I have to say. I mean, but are you you're not, not worried a about job a, a president? And I'll have twenty-five, thirty-five thousand people show up at airports. We use airports. Are you, you hangers, not worried so about We the have a lot of issues, people. Sir? Well, so far, we have had no problem whatsoever. It's outside. That's a big difference, according to the experts. And we do them outside. We have tremendous crowds, as you see. I mean, every and and literally on 24 hours notice. And Joe does the circles and has three people
1: someplace. By by the way, did you you, you see one of the last big rallies he had? And a reporter came up to him to ask him a question. He said, no, no, no. Stand back. Put on your mask. Put on a mask. Have you been tested? I'm way, I'm way far away from those other people. That's what he said. I can't, I, I'm going to be okay. He's not worried about you. He's not worried about the people out there breathing in one another. We've other, had no negative, cheek to no, no negative effect. No negative effect. Yeah.
2: We've Come had on. no negative effect. And we've well, had 35, 40,000 right. people at these rallies. Just yes. quickly
0: finish up because I want to move on to our next. Yes,
1: year. I would. He's been totally irresponsible the way in which he has handled the, the social distancing and people wearing masks, basically encouraged them not to. All right. Ben, he's a fool on this.
2: If you could get the crowds, you would have done the same thing. But you can't. Nobody cares. Gentlemen, can we move on to the
0: economy? Gentlemen, can we move on to the economy? Yes. The economy is, I think it's fair to say, recovering faster than expected from the shutdown. Much faster. In the second quarter. The unemployment rate fell to 8.4% last month. The Federal Reserve says the hit to, to growth, which is going to be there, is not going to be nearly as big as they had expected. President Trump, you say we are in a V-shaped recovery. Uh, Vice President Biden, you say it's more of a K-shape. What difference does that mean to the American people in terms of the economy? President Trump, in this segment, you go first.
2: So we built the greatest economy in history. We closed it down because of the China plague. When the plague came in, we closed it down, which was very hard psychologically to do. He didn't think we should close it down, and he was wrong. And Again, two million people would be dead now instead of still 204,000 people is too much. One person is too much. Should have never happened from China. But what happened is we closed it down and now we're reopening and we're doing record business. We had 10.4 million people in a four month period that we've put back into the workforce That's a record the likes of which nobody's ever seen before. And he wants to close down the... He will shut it down again. He will destroy this country. You know, a lot of people, between drugs and alcohol and depression, when you start shutting it down, you take a look at what's happening at some of your Democrat-run states where they have these tough shutdowns. And I'm telling you, it's because they don't want to open it. One of them came out last week. You saw that. Oh, we're going to open up on November 9th. Why November 9th? Because it's after the election. They think they're hurting us by keeping them closed. They're hurting people. People know what to do. They can social distance, they can wash the hands, they can wear masks, they can do whatever they want. But they got to open these states up. When you look at North Carolina, when you look and these governors are under siege, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and a couple of others, you got to open these states up. It's not fair. You're talking about almost it's like being in prison. And you look at what's going on with divorce Look at what's going on with alcoholism and drugs. It's a very, very sad thing. And he'll close down the whole country. This guy will close down the whole country and destroy our country. Our country is coming back incredibly well, setting records as it does it. We don't need somebody to come in and say, let's shut
0: it down. All right. your two minutes, sir. We're now moved to you. As I, as I said, posing the question, the president says it's a V-shaped recovery. You say it's a K-shaped recovery. What's the difference?
1: The difference is millionaires and billionaires like him in the middle of the COVID crisis have done very well. Another Billionaires have made another $300 billion because of his profligate tax proposal, and he only focused on the market. But you folks at home, you folks living in Scranton and Claymont and all the small towns and working-class towns in America, how well are you doing this guy paid well, a total of $750 in taxes. And sir, his sir wait, many, wait, no,
0: sir. It's just just a two, wrong two, no, I understand. You've agreed to the two minutes, so please let him have it. Do
1: I get my time back? The fact is that he has, in fact, worked on this in a way that he's going to be the first president of the United States to leave office, having fewer jobs in his administration than when he became president. Fewer jobs. And when he became friends, first one in American history. Secondly, the people who have lost their jobs are those people who have been on the front lines, those people who have been saving our lives, those people who have been out there dying, people who have been putting themselves in the way to make sure that we could all try to make it. And the idea that he is insisting that we go forward and open when you have almost half the states in America with a significant increase in COVID deaths and COVID cases in the United States of America. And he wants to open it up more. Why does he want to open it up? Why doesn't he take care of the America? You can't fix the economy until you fix the COVID crisis. And he has no intention of doing anything about making it better for you all at home in terms of your health and your safety. Schools. Why aren't schools open? Because it costs a lot of money to open them safely. You know, they were going to give his administration going to give the teachers and school students masks, and then they decided no, couldn't do that because it's not a national emergency, not a national emergency. They've done nothing to help small businesses, nothing. They're closing one in six is now gone. He ought to get on the job and take care of the needs of the American people so we can open safely. All right,
0: your time is up, sir. Well, we are going to get to. The, I have to, to respond to that. Well, you both had two minutes, sir.
1: Excuse me, he made a statement.
0: So did you. People
2: want their schools. No, people want their schools open. They don't want to be shut down. They don't want their state shut down. They want their restaurants. I look at New York. It's so sad what's happening in New York. It's almost like a ghost town. And I'm not sure it can ever recover what they've done in New York. People want their places open. They want to get back to their lives. They'll be careful, but they want their schools open. I'm the one that brought back football. By the way, I brought back Big Ten football. (laughs) It was me, and it, I'm very happy to do it, and <laughs> All right, the people that's, that's, of Ohio are very proud of me, and you know we're how get I that? Gentlemen, a we're going to get
0: to your economic plans going forward in a moment, but first, Mr. President, as you well know, there's a new report that in 2016, the year you were elected president, and 2017, your first year as president, that you paid $750 a year in federal income tax each of those years. I know that you pay a lot of other taxes, but I'm asking you the specific question: Is it true that you paid $750 in federal income taxes each of those two years?
2: I paid millions of dollars in taxes, millions of dollars of income tax. And let me just tell you, there was a story in one of the papers. Show that us paid, your tax I returns. paid $38 million one year. I paid $27 million. Show us your one tax year. returns. I went. Uh, you'll see it as soon as it's finished. You'll see it. You know, if you want to do, go to the Board of Elections. There's a 118-page or so report that says everything I have, every bank I have, I'm totally under-leveraged because the assets are extremely good, and we have a very, we have a. We, I built Sir, a great. I'm asking company. you a
0: specific question, which but is. Let me tell you. I understand all of that. I understand all at least of that. I, I but that. but let me. A, no, Mr. President. Go ahead. I'm asking you a question. Will you tell us how much you paid in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017? Millions of dollars. You paid millions of dollars? Millions of dollars, So not 750. Millions of dollars, and you'll get to see it. And you'll get to see it. But let me just tell you, Chris,
2: let me just tell you something, that it was the tax laws. I don't want to pay tax. Before I came here, I was a private developer. I was a private business people. Like every other private person, unless they're stupid, they go through the laws, and that's what it is. Uh, he passed a tax bill that gave us all these privileges for depreciation and for uh, tax credits. We build a building and we get tax credits, like the hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue. You get okay. a massive... Which, by the way, was given to me by the Obama administration, if you can believe that. Now, the man got uh, fired no, 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 right look, after that happened. But Vice
1: that's President
0: all. Biden, you want to respond?
1: Yeah, I do want to respond. Look, the tax code that made him... To put him in a position that he pays less tax than a school teacher makes, uh, on the money a school teacher makes, is because of him take He says he's smart because he can take advantage of the tax code. And he does take advantage of the tax code. That's why I'm going to eliminate the Trump tax cuts. And yeah. we're going we're, to eliminate those tax okay. cuts and make sure that we invest in the people who, in fact, need the help. People out there need help. But why didn't you do it over the last you 25 years? Because you weren't president screwing no, no, things no. up. You were a senator.
2: And You're the, the way, worst you president vice... in America
1: has hey, ever had. Hey, hey, Come Joe, on. Let, me,
2: let me just tell you, Joe, I've done more in, in 47 months. I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. We've done things that you never even thought of doing, okay. including Gentlemen, fixing the broken
0: military that you gave me, but let's, including let's, taking care we're of. We're talking, pets. Mr. President. We're talking about the economy. I'd like to ask you about your plans going forward, because, uh, Mr. Vice President, your economic plan, if you were to be he elected president, uh, focuses a lot on big government, big taxes, big spending. I want to focus first on the taxes. You propose more than four trillion dollars over a decade in new taxes on individuals making more than $400,000 a year and on corporations. President Trump says that that kind of an increase in taxes is going to hurt the economy as it's just coming out of a recession.
1: Well, just take a look at what as the, the analysis has been done by Wall Street firms points out that my, my economic plan would create 7 million more jobs than his in four years, number one, and number two it would create an additional 1 trillion dollars in economic growth because it would be about buying american that we have to we're going to make this federal government spend 600 billion dollars a year on everything from ships to steel to buildings and the like and under my proposal, we're going to make sure that every penny of that has to be made by a company. But, but respectfully, in sir,
0: I'm talking about taxes, not spending. Oh,
1: well, I'm, by the way, I'm going to eliminate a significant number of the tax. I'm going to make the the... The corporate tax, twenty-eight percent. It shouldn't be twenty-one percent. You have nineteen companies, ninety-one companies, federal—I mean—in the Fortune Five Hundred who don't pay a single penny in tax, making billions of dollars. Why didn't you do it, billions before of when dollars? You were Vice President because Obama. Because you, in fact, passed that. That That's was right. your I tax
2: proposal. It. I got it done, and you know what happened. Yeah, you got it done. Our economy and, boomed and like it's, it's and never and boomed. The, and the economy
0: is well, busted. Let, let, let me, me finish. Wait, no, let me, Mr. President, let me pick up on that. You would continue. Your free market approach, lower taxes, more deregulation. Correct? Not
1: lower taxes, American
0: people. Let, let, let me, Excuse me. But in, but in Obama's, you talk about the economy booming. It turns out that in Obama's final three years as president, more jobs were created—a million and a half more jobs than in the first three years of your presidency.
2: They had the slowest recovery, since 90, economic recovery since 1929. It was the slowest recovery. Also. They took over something that was down here. All you had to do is turn on the lights and you pick up a lot. But they had the slowest economic recovery since 1929. Let me tell you about the stock market. When the stock market goes up, that means jobs. It also means 401ks. If you got in, if you ever became president with your ideas, you want to terminate my my taxes, I'll tell you what, you'll lose half of the companies that have poured in here – will leave, and plenty After of companies, companies that are already here, they'll leave for other places. Have they will leave, leave, and you will have a depression been, the I've likes not, been,
1: of which you've never seen. Look, Mr. we Vice inherited Trump. the worst recession short of a depression in American history. I was asked to bring it back. We were able to have an economic recovery that created the jobs you're talking about. We handed him a booming economy. He blew it. It wasn't he booming. Blew it. He blew it wasn't it. booming. It, it, was, was, it was the weakest the, recovery
2: well, sir, is since it fair to, 1929. Wait, wait. Is it, fair
0: to, is it fair to say he blew it when, in when fact, it was re- no. when there was record un, low unemployment yeah. before COVID?
1: Yeah, but, but because what he did, even before COVID, manufacturing went in the hole. Manufacturing went in the hole. Excuse me, one. Chris. Number Number two. Chris. Number three. They said they, it would they, take. They,
2: no, you're number two. No, Chris. Chris. They said it would this take a miracle is, to bring back manufacturing. I brought back seven hundred thousand jobs. They brought back nothing. They gave up on manufacturing. We did not fare. I'm the guy that
1: brought back. He totally gave up on manufacturing. manufacturing. We brought back. I was asked to bring back Chrysler and General Motors. We brought them back right here in the state of Ohio and Michigan. He blew it. They're gone. He blew it. And in fact. They're going Ohio had the
2: best year yeah. it's ever had last year. Michigan yeah. had the best year they've ever that had. That is not Many true. Many car companies no. came in from Germany, from Japan, not, went to Michigan, not, went to no. Ohio. Not
1: and that. they didn't Vice, come in with you.
0: That, Mr. Vice President, go ahead.
1: And so you take a look at what he's actually done. He's done very little. His trade deals are the same way. He talks about these great trade deals. You know, he talks about the art of the deal. China's made, perfected the art of the steel. We have a higher deficit with China now than we did before. We have the highest defi- trade deficit China with Mexico. Right, eight uh, in, in, China in. ate your lunch. No. All right, China ate your lunch,
2: Joe. And but, no wonder okay. your son goes in and he takes out. he takes out billions oh. of dollars, takes out billions of dollars to manage. He makes millions of dollars. And also, Simply while we're at true. it, why Simply is it, true. just out of curiosity, the mayor of Moscow's wife gave your son three and a half million dollars. What did he true. do to deserve it? That what did he do
1: with Barista to deserve $183,000? You, none of that question, is true.
0: An if,
1: not, none of that is true. Oh, really? It's he totally didn't get did. million hey, half hey, million? Mr.
0: President, it's totally, Mr. President, please. Totally discredit
1: it. Totally discredited. And by the way, well, wait—he didn't get three, three and a half
0: million dollars, Joe. Mr. Vice President, he got three Mr. and a half President.
1: million dollars. It is not true. Oh, Here's, really? Mr. Oh. President,
0: oh. You, it's, a, it's an open discussion. Please, it's a fact. Well, you have raised an issue. Let there's no, been totally President an answer.
1: discredited. There was a report. Did pay 183 thousand a, a month? When, when, with when no he, experience
2: in energy, Mr. President, my
1: son did nothing wrong at Barisman. I think he did. Mr. President, let him answer. He doesn't want to let me answer because he knows I have the truth. His position has been totally, thoroughly discredited. By who? And you the correct. media. By everybody. Well, by the, by media, the media, by our allies, by the World Bank. By, by everyone has discredited. Matter of no, fact, no, matter of fact, no, even Mr. the President, people who testified no, under oath. So let under me oath. ask you this. Andre, no, no, oath. go ahead, mister. I'm Andre, listening you to you. People under, you got three he, and a half million dollars from Moscow. Te- t- he testified under oath in his administration, said, I did my job and I did it very well. Oh, I really? did it honorably. I don't like know who they are. Every Well, I'll give you the list I'll of the people them. who testified. No, no, go ahead, sir. Sure, you, they, you've already fired most of them because they did some, a good job. Some people don't well, do a good here's job. The,
0: with Go you, ahead. This so you well, fl- wait a minute. You get the final word, Mr. Well,
1: it's hard to get any word in with this clown. Excuse me. This, hey, hey this let me person. just say to
0: you. No, no, no. I'm no, Mr. President. Three and, I'm and a Mr. half President. million, Joe.
1: That is simply why did not he true. deserve
0: three and a half million it, from it, Moscow? Look,
1: here's the deal. We want to talk about families and ethics. I don't want to do that. I mean, his family, we could talk about all night. His family's my already... Family lost, no, no, go, my, my family already lost wrote.
2: a fortune by that's coming a, down ahead. and helping go us ahead. with go governance. And that's every, such a... a your, Mr. President.
0: That's such
1: every every a great. single one of them lost this a fortune. This is not about my family or his family. It's government. about your family. The American people. He dollars. doesn't... Nothing. That's not true. It doesn't want to talk about... What you need, you, the American people. It's about you. That's what we're talking about. Here. All right, that's the, about end here. The, uh, that's
0: the end of the Shouldn't segment. We're, mo- we're moving on.
1: He sh- didn't take them. Well, Vice President, no. Ex- can ex- I be honest? It's a very important question. Try to question. be
2: honest. No, I, he I stood
0: agree. up. No, stood I, up, I, the answer to the he question, question is no. Ukraine. Is, no, I, sir,
2: sir. With a billion dollars, if you you know what? You're absolutely not true. You're doing it.
0: You're going to have true gentlemen. I I hate to raise my voice, but I see it seems to be... Why shouldn't I be different than the two of you? So here's the deal. good point. We have six segments. We have ended that segment. We're going to go to the next segment. In that segment, you each are going to have two uninterrupted moments. In those two uninterrupted minutes, Mr. President, you can say anything you want. I'm going to ask a question about race, but if you want to answer about something else, go ahead. But I think that the country would be better served if we allowed both people to speak with fewer interruptions. I, I'm appealing to you, sir, to do that.
2: Well, and him, too.
0: Well, frankly, you've been doing more interrupting well, that's than that's all right, has. but he does plenty. Well, less than, <laughs> sir, less does than... plenty. No, he less does. than you have. Let's please continue on. The issue of race. Vice President Biden, you say that President Trump's response to the violence in Charlottesville three years ago when he talked about very fine people on both sides was what directly led you to launch this run for president. Oh, yes, yeah, sure. President Trump, you have often said that you believe you have done more for black Americans than any president, with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. My question for the two of you is why should voters trust you rather than your opponent to deal with the race issues facing this country over the next four years? Vice President Biden, you go first.
1: It's about equity and equality. It's about decency. It's about the Constitution. And we have never walked away from trying to require equity for everyone, equality for the whole of America. But we've never accomplished it. But we've never walked away from it like he has done. It is true. The reason I got in the race is when those people – close your eyes. Remember what those people look like coming out of the fields carrying torches, their veins bulging, Spewing, just spewing anti-Semitic bile and accompanied by the Ku Klux Klan. A young woman got killed and they asked the president what he thought. He said there were very fine people on both sides. No president has ever Finish said anything stable. like that. It stable. is his now, second, it, sir. second point I'd make to you is that when Floyd was killed, when Mr. Floyd was killed, there was a peaceful protest in front of the White House. What did he do? He came out of his bunker, had the military to use tear gas on him so he could walk across to a church and hold up a Bible. And then what happened after that? The bishop of that very church said that it was a disgrace. The general who was with him said all he he ever wants to do is divide people, not unite people at all. This is a president who has used everything as a dog whistle to try to generate racist hatred, racist division. This is a man who, in fact, you talk about helping African-Americans. One in 1,000 African-Americans has been killed because of the coronavirus. And if he doesn't do something quickly, by the end of the year, one in 500 will have been killed. One in 500 African-Americans. This man, this man is is the savior of African-Americans. This man cares at all. This man's done virtually nothing. Look, the fact is that you have to look at what he talks about. You have to look at what he did. And what he did has been disastrous for the African-American
0: community. So, President Trump, you have two minutes. Why should Americans trust you over your opponent to deal with racism? He did
2: a crime bill, 1994 where you call them super predators, African-Americans, the super
0: predators, and they've I've never forgotten it.
2: it. They've never forgotten it, Jefferson No, no,
0: sir. It's his two minutes. So
2: you did that, and they call you a super predator, and I'm letting people out of jail now that you have treated the African-American population community. You have treated the black community about as bad as anybody in this country. You did the 19 And that's why, if you look at the polls, I'm doing better than any Republican has done in a long time because they saw what you did. You call them super predators and you've called them worse than that because you look back at your testimony over the years, you've called them a lot worse than that. As far as the church is concerned, and as far as the generals are concerned, we just got the support of 200, 250 military leaders and generals. Total support. Law enforcement, almost every law enforcement group in the United States. I have Florida, I have Texas, I have Ohio, I have, every, excuse me, Portland. The sheriff just came out today, and he said, I support President Trump, I don't think you have any law enforcement. You can't even say the word law enforcement, because if you say those words, you're going to lose all of your radical left supporters. And why aren't you saying those words, Joe? Why don't you say the words law enforcement? Because, you know what? If they called us in Portland, we would put out that fire in a half an hour. But they won't do it, because they're run by radical left Democrats. If you look at Chicago, if you look at any place you want to look—Seattle— They heard we were coming in the following day, and they put up their hands, and we got back Seattle. Minneapolis, we got it back, Joe, because we believe in law and order, but you don't. The top 10 cities and just about the top 40 cities are run by Democrats and, in many cases, radical left. And they've got you wrapped around their finger, Joe, to a point where you don't want to say anything about law and order. And I'll tell you what, the people of this country want and demand law and order, and you're afraid to even say it.
0: All right. I want to return to the question of race. Vice President Biden, after the grand jury in the Breonna Taylor case decided not to charge any of the police with homicide, you said it raises the question, quote, whether justice could be equally applied in America. Do you believe... That there is a separate but unequal system of justice for blacks in this country?
1: Yes, there is. There's systemic injustice in this country, in education, in work, and in, in law enforcement and the way in which it's enforced. But look, the vast majority of police officers are good, decent, honorable men and women. They risk their lives every day to take care of us. But there are some bad apples. And when they occur, when they find them, they have to be sorted out, they have to be held accountable. They have to be held accountable. And what I'm going to do as president of the United States is call a, a, together an entire group of people at the White House, well, everything from the civil rights groups to the police officers, to the police chiefs, and we're going to work this out. We're going to work this out. So we change the way in which we have more transparency in when these things happen. These cops aren't happy to see what happened to, to, to George Floyd. These co- cops aren't happy to see what happened to Breonna Taylor. Most don't like it. But we have to have a system where people are held accountable. When, and by the way, violence in response is never appropriate. Never appropriate. Peaceful protest is. Violence is never appropriate. All right, what is peaceful President, protest? When they run through the middle President, of the town Trump, and burn down President your Trump, stores I, and kill
2: people President President all over Trump, the place? That you is you not peaceful protest. President no, protest. I'm it's not asking. But you say it
0: is. I President Trump, say I'd say like, like to continue with yes, the issue ahead, of race. Please. I promise we're going to get to the issue of law and order please. in a moment. Right. This month, Your administration uh, directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training that addresses white privilege or critical race theory. Why did you decide to do that, to end racial sensitivity training? And do you believe that there is systemic racism in this country, sir?
2: I ended it because it's racist. I ended it because a lot of people were complaining that they were asked to do things that were absolutely insane, that it was a radical... A revolution that was taking place in our military, uh, in our schools, all over the place, and you know it, and so does everybody what, what, what else. Is radical, and he would know. What is radical oh, it was totally about racist.
0: racial sensitivity training? Sir. If
2: you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal. And if you look at the people, we were paying people hundreds of thousands of dollars to teach very bad ideas and, frankly, very sick ideas. And and really, they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to allow that to happen. We have to go back to the core values of this country. They were teaching people that our country is a horrible place. It's a racist place. And they were teaching people to hate our country. And I'm not going to 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 allow that to happen. Vice President Biden?
1: Nobody's doing that. He's just, he's the racist. You you just don't. Here's the deal. I I know a lot more about this. Let him finish. The fact is that. There is racial insensitivity. People have to be made aware of what other people feel like, what, what insults them, what is demeaning to them. It's important to people know they don't want to. Many people don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but it's, it makes a big difference. It makes a gigantic difference in the way a child is able to grow up and have a, self, a sense of self-esteem. It's a little bit like how this guy and, and his friends look down on so many people. They look down their nose on people like Irish Catholics like me and grew up in Scranton. They look down on people who don't have money. They look down on people who are of a different faith. They look down on people who are a different color. In fact, we're all Americans. The only way we're going to bring this country together is bring everybody together. There's nothing we cannot do if we do it together. We can take this on and we can defeat
2: racism in America. I mean, President Trump, sir. During the Obama Biden administration, there was tremendous division. There was hatred. You look at uh, Ferguson. You look at... You go to very many places. Look at Oakland. Look what happened in Oakland. Look what happened in Baltimore. Look what happened... Frankly, it was more violent than what I'm even seeing now. But the reason... This is, is, is that ridiculous. the Democrats that Absolutely run these cities ridiculous. don't want to talk like you about law and order. Violent and you crime. still haven't
1: mentioned violent Are crime. you in favor of law and order? I'm in favor of law. You follow you in it, favor a little of law and order? Go You in a question, let him Law and order. Law and order with justice, where people get treated fairly. Okay. And the fact of the matter is, violent crime went down 17%, 15% in our administration. All right. It's gone up on when his watch. Went down much more. He has, all right. Like we're he we're now, Mr. President. States states China, we Mr. Were President you're going to, Mr.
0: President. Every record in the, Mr. Book. President. You're going to be very happy because we're now going to talk made, about law and order. we
2: had trouble with democratic-run
0: cities. That's exactly my democratic. question. There has been a dramatic increase in homicides in America this summer, particularly, and you often blame that on democratic mayors and democratic governors. But in fact, there have been equivalent spikes in Republican-led cities like Tulsa and Fort Worth. So the question is, is this really a party issue? I
2: think it's a party issue. You can bring in a couple of examples, but if you look at Chicago, what's going on in Chicago where uh, 53 people were shot and eight died shot. If you look at New York where it's going up like nobody's ever seen anything, the numbers are going up 100, 150, 200 percent. A crime. It's, it is cities. crazy what's going on. Republic. And he doesn't want to say law and order because he can't, because he'll lose his radical left supporters. And once he does that, it's over with. What? But if he this, ever got to run this country and they ran it the way he would want to run it, we would have we would our suburbs would way. be gone. By the suburbs. way, our suburbs would be gone, and you would see problems like you've he never seen. He would know a work.
1: suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know suburbs. He would not. So much I was raised about. in the suburbs. This is not 1950. All these dog whistles and racism don't work anymore. Suburbs are, by and large, integrated. There's many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to uh, black and white and Hispanic in the same car as there have been any time in, in the past. What's, what really is a threat to the suburbs And their safety is his failure to deal with covid. They're dying in the suburbs, his failure to deal with the environment. They're being flooded. They're being burned out because his refusal to do anything. That's why the suburbs are in trouble. I, I do
0: want to talk about this issue of law and order, though. And in the joint recommendation that came from the Biden Bernie Sanders task force, you talked about, quote, reimagining policing. First of all, what does reimagining policing mean, and do you support... It means... uh, uh, Let me, if I might finish the question, what does reimagining policing mean, and do you support the Black Lives Matter uh, call for, uh, for community control of policing? Look,
1: what I support is the police having the opportunity to deal with the problems they face. And I'm, not, I'm totally opposed to defunding the police officers. As a matter of fact, police, local police, the only one defunding in his budget calls for a $400 million cut in local law enforcement assistance. They need more assistance. They need when they show up for a nine eleven call to have someone with them as a psychologist or psychiatrist to keep them from having to use force and be able to talk people down. We have to have community policing like we had before where the officers get to know the people in the communities. That's when crime went down. It didn't go up. It went down. And so we have to be engaged. That's not in what prevent- they're talking
2: about, Chris. That's- that's well, not with that, that's he's talking exactly about defunding the that, police. That
1: is not true.
2: He doesn't have any would, law would support. You, look, he has no law enforcement that's support. That's not true. Almost that's nothing. Not, that, look. So, right, who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one group that came out and supported you. Go look, ahead. Look, think. We have time. We don't have time to do no, anything. No, think all about right, it. sir. Look, Name folks, one law enforcement folks. group that folks, came out and supported you. Gentlemen, I think, I think,
0: gentlemen, you I I you. think I'm going to take back the there moderator's role, and I want to get. To another subject, which is the issue of protests in many cities that have turned violent. In Portland, Oregon especially, we had more than 100 straight days of protests, which I think you would agree you talk about peaceful protests, many of those turned into riots. Mr. Vice President, you say that people who commit crimes should be held accountable. The question I have, though, is as the Democratic nominee, and earlier tonight you said that you are the Democratic Party right now, Have you ever called the Democratic mayor of Portland or the Democratic governor of Oregon and said, hey, you've got to stop this, bring in the National Guard, do whatever it takes, but you'd stop the days and months of violence in Portland? I don't
1: hold public office now. I am a former vice president. I've made it clear. I've made it clear in my public statements that the violence should be prosecuted. It should be prosecuted. And anyone who commits it should be prosecuted. But you've never called for the people, uh, the the leader...
0: Excuse me, sir. You had never called for the leaders in Portland and in Oregon to call and bring in the National Guard and knock off a hundred days of riots.
1: They can, in fact... Take care of it if he just stay out of the way. Oh, Look
0: here. Oh, really?
2: Here, oh, really? Here's but the that, thing. Uh, no, that, I sent sorry, in the no, wait U.S. No, wait, US I asked him marshals a to get the killer no, of that, the young that, man it, in the middle of the street, and they n- shot him. N- and right, for three Ms. days, Portland wouldn't Trump, do anything. I sent in the U.S. Marshal, and they took Trump, care of business. Go ahead, and, sir. And,
1: and by the way, you know, his own former spokesperson said, you know, riots and chaos and violence help his cause. That's what this is all about. I don't know who said that. I do. Who? I think. Kellyanne Conway. I don't think she so. said that. She said that. And so here's the, All right. well, here's the point. Go the ahead. point is that that's what he is, keeps trying to rile everything up. He doesn't want to calm things down. Instead of going in and talking to people and saying, let's get everybody together, figure out how to deal with this. What's he do? He just pours gasoline in the fire constantly
0: and every single solitary okay, time. Okay, and, and to... End this. Button up this segment. I'm going to give you a minute to answer, sir. You have repeatedly well, criticized. You have to answer his statement. No, you have his repeatedly. Wait, you have repeatedly. No, second. you've been talking he back and forth. You made a statement. I'm asking you. I would a, love no, you to. You know, end it. sir. I would love to. I, end I, it, and you we know, if you want to switch
2: seats, we, we, we can very quickly. We can do
0: that. But I'd I'm sending no, the
2: national I'm, guard. I, it would be over. There'd be no
0: problem. Okay. But they don't want to accept the national guard. You have repeatedly criticized the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not...
2: Stand back and stand by, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the
1: left, because this is not a right-wing problem, this is a left-wing problem. This is a left-wing problem. I'm a white supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it, Not kidding. malicious. That's what right. his FBI... His okay. FBI director gentlemen, said. Well, then you gonna, know why no, no, he's No, no, we're, we're done, sir. Everybody, we're moving on to the next. Everybody we're moving we're a in, bad in your the administration not an idea. Everybody Antifa in your administration tells you the truth has a, a bad
0: idea. Can I tell you what? You have no idea that are. Antifa.
1: Antifa is a dangerous
0: radical. All right, radical gentlemen, group. we're now moving on to the Trump and, and Biden records. With them. They'll overthrow you. When a president, sentence. I'm going to ask a question. When the president seeks a second term, it is generally a referendum on his record. But, Vice President Biden, you like to quote one of your dad's sayings, which is, don't compare me to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. And in this case, sir, you are the alternative. Looking at both of your records, I'm going to ask each of you, why should voters elect you president over your opponent? In this segment, President Trump, you go first, two minutes.
2: Because there has never been an administration or president who has done more than I've done in a period of three and a half years. And that's despite the impeachment hoax. And you saw what happened today with Hillary Clinton, where it was a whole big con job. But despite going through all of these things, where I had to fight both flanks and behind me and and above, there has never been an administration that's done what I've done. The greatest, before COVID came in, the greatest economy in history, lowest unemployment numbers, everything was good. Everything was going, and by the way, There was unity going to happen. People were calling me for the first time in years. They were calling and they were saying, it's time, maybe. And then what happened? We got hit. But now we're building it back up again. A rebuilding of the military, including Space Force and all of the other things. A, a fixing of the the VA, which was a mess under him. 308,000 people died because they didn't have proper health care. He, he it was a don't. mess. And we now got a 91% approval rating at the VA, our vets. We take care of our vets. But we've rebuilt our military. The job that we've done, and, and I'll tell you something, some people say maybe the most important. By the end of the first term, I'll have approximately 300 federal judges and court of appeals judges 300 and hopefully three great supreme court judges justices that is a record the likes of which very few people and you know one of the reasons i'll have so many judges because president obama and him left me 128 judges to fill when you leave office you don't leave any judges that's like you just don't do that they left 128 openings and if i were a member of his party because they have a little different philosophy, I'd say if you left us 128 openings, you can't be a good president. You can't be a good vice president. But I want to thank you because it gives us almost, it'll probably be above that number by the end of this term. I'm sorry. 300 judges. It's a record.
0: Looking at both your records, why should voters elect you president as opposed to President Trump? You have two minutes uninterrupted.
1: Under this president, we become weaker sicker, poorer, more divided, and more violent. When I was vice president, we inherited a recession. I was asked to fix it. I did. We left him a booming economy, and he caused a recession. With regard to being weaker, the fact is that I've gone head-to-head with Putin and made it clear to him we're not going to take any of his stuff. He's Putin's puppy. He still refuses to even say anything to Putin about the bounty on the heads of American soldiers. Your son got three three and and no, no, no. million million. And Mr. by the way, my son...
0: Mr. President, your campaign agreed that both sides would get two-minute answers uninterrupted. Well, your, your side agreed to it, and... Why don't you observe what your campaign agreed to as a ground rule? OK, sir. He never keeps his word. You can can you add no, back, no, no, no. I'm not. Asked, I, that was not a rhetorical question. Can you go ahead, back sir? 30 seconds. Yeah. Because, yes, okay. you may have. All right. Go ahead.
1: So thirdly, we're poor. The billionaires have gotten much, much more wealthy by a tune of over four, three to four hundred billion dollars more just since covid. You in the home, you got less. You're in more trouble than you were before. In terms of being more violent, when we were in office, there were 15 percent less violence in America than there is today. He's president of the United States. It's on his watch. And with regard to more divided, the nation can't stay divided. We can't be this way. And speaking of my son, the way you talk about the military, the way you talk about them being losers and being and, 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 and just being suckers. My son was in Iraq. He spent a year there. He got, the, he got the Bronze Star. He got the Conspicuous Service Medal. He was not a loser. He was a patriot. And the people left behind oh, there really? were heroes. Really? And I resent Are you talking about hell. Hunter? Are you talking about I'm Hunter? I'm talking about my son, Bo Biden. You're talking about I don't about, know, know Bo. I know Hunter. Yeah, Hunter, you know got thrown,
2: Hunter got thrown out of the military. He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged. That's not true. He wasn't dishonorable. cocaine use. And he didn't have a job until you became vice president. Once you became vice president, he made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, and various other places. He made a fortune, my
1: son. And he didn't have a job. My son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people we know at home, had a drug problem. He's overtaken it. He's 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 fixed it. He's worked on it, and I'm proud of him. But why I'm was proud he giving tens son. of millions? All right, but he off, wasn't given right. tens of millions. He was given tens up, of that is totally, that is totally discredited. You've already, this, we've already been totally already
0: discredited. Been. We both, we've already been through this. I think the American people would rather hear about more substantial I subjects. Well, you know, yes. as the moderator, sir, I'm going to make a judgment call here. I know, but a when $3.5 million okay, dollars right. from the Let's mayor talk about, of Moscow, Let's talk about not think it's not true. That thing. report
1: is totally discredited. I, I, Mitt I think, Romney on that committee
0: said it wasn't worth taxpayers' John, money, that report. It was written for political you, reasons. You know, I'd like to talk about climate change. So would I. Okay. The forest fires in the West are raging now. They have burned millions of acres. They have displaced hundreds of thousands of people. When state officials there blame the fires on climate change, Mr. President, you said, I don't think the science knows. Over your four years, you have pulled the U.S. out of the Paris Climate Accord. You have rolled back a number of Obama environmental records. What do you believe about the science of climate change And what will you do in the next four years to confront it?
2: I want crystal clean water and air. I want beautiful, clean air. We have now the lowest carbon. If you look at our numbers right now, we are doing phenomenally. But I haven't destroyed our businesses. Our businesses aren't put out of commission. If you look at the Paris Accord, it was a disaster from our standpoint. And people are actually very happy about what's going on because our businesses are doing well. As far as the fires are concerned, you need forest management in addition to everything else. The forest floors are loaded up with trees, dead trees that are years old, and they're like tinder and leaves and everything else. You drop a cigarette in there, the whole forest burns down. You've got to have forest management. What do you, You've believe, got to have cuts.
0: What do you believe about the science of climate change, sir?
2: Uh, I believe that we have to do everything we can to have immaculate air, immaculate water, and do whatever else we can that's good. You know,
0: we're planting a billion trees, the Billion Tree Project, and it's very exciting. You believe for a lot that, of that human pollution, gas, greenhouse gas emissions, contributes to the global warming of the planet? I think planet? a lot
2: of things do, but I think to an extent, yes. I think to an extent, yes. But I also think we have to do better management of our forests. Every year, I get the call. California's burning. California's burning. If that was cleaned, if that were if you had forest management, good forest management, you wouldn't be getting those calls. You know, in Europe, they live there, forest cities. They're called forest cities. They maintain their forests. They manage their forests. I was with the head of a major country. It's a forest city. He said, "Sir, we have trees that are far more, they, they ignite, much easier. Than California, there shouldn't be that problem. I spoke with the governor about it. I'm getting along very well with the governor. But I said, you know, at some point, you can't every year have hundreds of thousands of acres of land just burned to the ground. That's burning down because of a lack of. But sir,
0: if you believe in the science of climate change, why have you rolled back the Obama? Clean power plan which limited carbon emissions in power plants, why have you relaxed? Because it was driving fuel. energy prices through the sky. Why have you relaxed fuel economy standards that are going to create more pollution from cars? Well, and not trucks? really,
2: because what is happening is the car is much less expensive and it's a much safer car, and you are talking about a tiny difference, and then what would happen because of the cost of the car, you would have at least Double and triple the number of cars purchased. We have the old slugs out there that are ten, twelve years old. If you did that, the car would be safer. It would be much cheaper by but three thousand five hundred dollars. In, $3, the, in the case of California, they've
0: simply no, ignored but you would take your, a lot of cars car.
2: off the market because people would be able to afford a car. Now, so and by the way, we're going to see how that turns out. But a lot of people agree with me. Many people. The car has gotten so expensive because they have computers all over the place for an extra little bit of gasoline. And and I'm okay with electric cars, too. I think I'm all for electric cars. I've given big incentives for electric cars. But what they've done in California is just crazy.
0: Vice President Biden, I'd like you to to respond to the president's climate change record. But I also want to ask you about a concern. You propose two trillion dollars in green jobs. You talk about new limits, not abolishing, but new limits on fracking, ending the use of fossil fuels to generate electricity by 2035, and zero net emission of greenhouse gases by 2050. The president says a lot of these things would tank the economy and cost millions of jobs.
1: He's absolutely wrong, number one. Number two, if in fact, during our administration, the Recovery Act, I I was in charge, able to bring down the cost of renewable energy to cheaper than or as cheap as coal and gas and oil. Nobody's going to build another uh, uh, coal-fired plant in America. No one's going to build another oil-fired plant in America. They're going to move to renewable energy, number one. Number two, we're going to make sure that we are able to take the federal fleet and turn it into a fleet that's run on There are electric vehicles, making sure that we can do that. We're going to put 500,000 charging stations and all of the highways that we're going to be building in the future. We're going to build an economy that, in fact, is going to provide for the ability of us to take 4 million buildings and make sure that they, in fact, are weatherized in a way that, in fact, they'll they'll emit significantly less gas and oil because the heat will not be going out. There are so many things that we can do now to create thousands and thousands of jobs, We can get to net zero in terms of energy production by 2035. Not only not costing people jobs, creating jobs, creating millions of good paying jobs, not 15 bucks an hour, but prevailing wage by having a new infrastructure that, in fact, is green. And the first thing I will do, I will rejoin the Paris Accord. I will join the Paris Accord because with us out of it, look what's happening. It's all falling apart. And talk about someone who has no no relationship to, with foreign policy. Brazil, the rainforest of Brazil, are being torn down, are being ripped down. More more carbon is absorbed in that rainforest than every bit of carbon that's emitted in the United States. Instead of doing something about that, I would be gathering up and making sure we had the, com- the countries of the world coming up with $20 billion and say, here's $20 billion. Stop stop tearing down the forest. And if you don't, then you're going to have significant economic consequences. What about
0: the the argument that President Trump basically says that you have to balance environmental interests and economic interests? And he's drawn his line
1: well, he hadn't drawn a line. He still, for example, makes sure that we – he wants to make sure that methane is not a problem. We can you, – you can now emit more methane without it being a problem. Methane. That's this true. is a guy who says that you don't have to have mileage standards for automobiles that exist now. This is a guy who says that – Well, the That's fact is it, – it, 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 it's all true. And here's He's the thing. talking deal. about the Green hey,
2: New Deal, and it's not $2 billion or $20 I'm, billion, as you said. I'm, it's – one hundred trillion dollars. I'm talking about where they want to rip down government. buildings minute, and, and rebuild the building. No, it's the dumbest, is not, most ridiculous is not where airplanes are out of business, business. where a, two car systems are out, where they want true. to take out the cows. Too. You know, that's true. not true either. Right. Not this true. is a this is a one hundred trillion. Look, that's more money than our is, country could make. In it 100 years, if we're not, going by the case, all right, it, it will destroy our country. Because I actually,
0: yes. wait a minute, sir. I actually <laughs> have studied your plan, and it includes upgrading 4 million buildings, weatherizing yes. 2 million homes over four years, building 1.5 million energy-efficient homes. So the question becomes, Some the president is saying, I think some people who support the president would say that sounds... Like it's going to cost a lot of money and hurt the economy.
1: What it's going to do, is going to create thousands and millions of jobs, good-paying jobs. But
0: let them finish, sir. He doesn't know how to do that. billion million. They,
1: the fact is, it's going to create millions of good-paying jobs and these tax incentives to people, for people to weatherize, which he wants to get, get rid of. It's going to make the economy much safer. Look how much we're paying now to deal with the hurricanes. With, deal with, by the way, he has an answer for hurricanes. He said maybe we should drop a nuclear weapon on them. They made. I never said that That's, at all. He did you say made that. it up. Uh, and here's the deal. You make up a We are going to be in a position where we can create Hard, hard, good jobs by making sure the environment is clean and we all are in better shape. We spend billions of dollars now, billions of dollars on floods, hurricanes, rising seas. We're in real trouble. Look what's happened just in the Midwest with these storms that come through and wipe out entire sections and counties in Iowa. They didn't happen before. They're because of global warming we make up 15 percent of the world's problem we in fact but the the rest of the world we've got to get them to come along that's why we have to get back into back into the paris accord all right gentlemen wait a minute
2: chris so why didn't he do it for 47 years you were vice president why didn't you get the world china sends up real dirt into the air. russia does india does they all do we're supposed to be good and by the way he made a couple of statements the Green New Deal is hundred trillion dollars. That not is not my That uh, well, re- is That's building. If he's a little bit of not my plan. I want re- right. right. you you to rebuild of a little about of no, a He, knew he made about a statement about the military. He said gentlemen. I said something about the a he and his friends made it up, and then they went with it. I never said it. Okay, that is what not true. What he did, he
0: said. He called the military stupid bastards, and he said it on tape. He said, "Stupid bastards." stop. I would never say would that. Play to stop. Military. Play it. Go ahead, Mr. You're Vice on tape. President. Uh, Answered his, qu- his final question.
1: The final question is, I can't remember which of all his ranties. <laughs> I'm, you know, tru- I'm
0: having a little trouble right. myself. But, uh, and, and about the economy and about this question of what it's going to cost. The, the, economy,
1: the economy.
0: I mean, the Green New Deal the, and the idea the, of what, what the, your the environmental Green changes will do.
1: The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. going you We're build the Green New Deal? P- pardon me? Do you support? Them? No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, well that's a big let... statement. I support means the Biden. That you just lost the radical left. I, su- I support oh, the don't. Biden plan that I put forward. Okay. The Biden plan, which is different than what he calls the radical
0: Green New Deal. All right, gentlemen, final segment. Election integrity. As we meet tonight, millions of Americans are receiving mail-in ballots or going to vote early. How confident? Should we be that this will be a fair election? And what are you prepared to do over the next five plus weeks? Because it will not only be to Election Day, but also counting some ballots, mail-in ballots after Election Day. What are you prepared to do to reassure the American people that the next president will be the legitimate winner of this election in this final segment? Mr. Vice President, you go first.
1: Prepared to let people vote. You should go to IWillVote.com decide how they're going to vote, when they're going to vote, and what means by which they're going to vote. His own Homeland Security director, as well as the FBI director, says that there is no evidence at all that mail-in ballots are a source of, of being manipulated and cheating. They said that. The fact is that there are going to be millions of people because of COVID that are going to be voting by mail and ballots, like he does, by the way. He sits behind the resolute desk and sends his ballot to Florida, number one. Number two, we're going to make sure that those people who want to vote in person are able to vote because there are enough poll watchers are there to make sure they can socially distance. The polls are open on time, and their polls stay open until the votes are counted. And this is all about trying to dissuade people from voting because he's trying to confirm to scare people into thinking that it's not going to be legitimate. Show up and vote. You will determine the outcome of this election. Vote, vote, vote. If you're able to vote early in your state, vote early. If you're able to vote in person, vote in person. Vote whatever way is the best way for you because you will, he cannot stop you from being able to determine the outcome of this election. And in terms of whether or not when the votes are counted and they're all counted, that will be accepted. If I win, that will be accepted. If I lose, that will be accepted. But by the way, if in fact he says he's not sure what he's going to accept, well, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter because if we get the votes, it's going to be all over. He's going to go. He can't stay in power. It won't happen. It won't happen. So vote. Just make sure you understand you have it in your control to determine what this country is going to look like the next four years. Is it going to change or get four more years of these lies? Mr. President, two minutes. So when I listened to
2: Joe talking about a transition, uh, there's been no transition from when I won. I won that election. And if you look at crooked Hillary Clinton, if you look at all of the different people, uh, there was no transition because they came after me trying to do a coup. They came after me spying on my campaign. They started from the day I won and even before I won, from the day I came down the escalator with our first lady. They were a disaster. They were a disgrace to our country. And we've caught them. We've caught them all. We've got it all on tape. We've caught them all. And by the way, you gave the idea for the Logan Act against General Flynn. You better take a look at that because we caught you in a sense. And President Obama was sitting in the office. He knew about it, too. So don't tell me about a free transition. As far as the ballots are concerned, it's a disaster. A solicited ballot Okay, solicited is okay. You're soliciting, you're asking, they send it back, you send it back. I did that. If you have an unsolicited, they're sending millions of ballots all over the country. There's fraud. They found them in Creeks. They found some with the name Trump. Just happened to have the name Trump just the other day in a waste paper basket. They're being sent all over the place. They sent two in a Democrat area. They sent out a thousand ballots. Everybody got two ballots. This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen. The other thing, it's nice on November 3rd, you're watching and you see who won the election. And I think we're going to do well because people are really happy with the job we've done. But you know what? We won't know. We might not know for months because these ballots are going to be all over. Take a look at what happened in Manhattan. Take a look at what happened in New Jersey. Take a look at what happened in Virginia and other places They're not losing 2 percent, 1 percent, which, by the way, is too much. An election could be won or lost with that. They're losing 30 and 40 percent. It's a fraud and it's a shame. And can you imagine where they say uh, you have to have your ballot in by November 10th, November 10th? That means that's seven days after the election, in theory, should have been announced. Okay. we have all run by Democrats.
0: All run by Democrats. President Trump, you're going to be able to continue. You have been charging mail-in balloting is going to be a disaster. You say it's rigged, that it's going to lead to fraud. But in 2018, in the last midterm election, 31 million people voted mail-in voting. That was a quarter, more than a quarter of all the voters that year cast their ballots by mail. Now that millions of mail-in ballots have gone out... What are you going to do about it? And are you counting on the Supreme Court, including a Justice Barrett, to settle any dispute? Yeah, I I think I'm counting on them to look at
2: the ballots, definitely. I don't think, we'll. I hope we don't need them in terms of the election itself. But for the ballots, I think so, because what's happening is incredible. I just heard, I read today, where at least one percent of the ballots for 2016 were invalidated. They they take them. We don't like them. We don't like them. But what they are you throw them out. do There right. are
0: millions of ballots going out. What you right do now, is you, you go do? and
2: vote. You do a solicited ballot. No, no, and that's not, okay. I know or you go and vote? I'm
0: asking you about the fact that millions of people. You go and received. vote. You go and no, vote. but like i like what are they used do about to the fact in the old, that Millions of people. You either
2: do, Chris, a solicited ballot where you're sending it in. They're sending it back, and you're sending. They have mailmen with lots of it. Did you see what's going on? Take a look at West Virginia. Mailmen selling the ballots. They're being sold. They're being dumped in rivers. This is a horrible thing for our country. There is no this is not. There
1: is no This is not going to end well. There is okay. no This is not Vice, going Vice to President end well. Five states in fact, have had mail-in ballots for the last decade or more. Five, including two Republican states. And you don't have to solicit the ballot. It's sent to you. It's sent to your home. What we're saying is, they're saying is that it has to be a postmark by the time by Election Day. If it doesn't get in until the 7th, 8th, 9th, it still should be counted. He's just afraid of counting the votes. Because You're wrong. Of the You're but, wrong. But that, no, I, no, I, want to, I want, want to
0: continue with you on I this. Love, yeah, Vice I President Biden. Because Chris, he's so wrong in, when he makes a statement no, like that. Excuse me. Vice President Biden, the biggest problem, in fact, over the years with mail in voting has not been fraud historically. It has been that sizable numbers, sometimes hundreds of thousands of ballots are thrown out because they have not been properly filled out or there is some other irregularity or they can missed be fraud. the deadline. So the question I have is, are you concerned that the Supreme Court with a Justice Barrett will settle any dispute?
1: I'm concerned that any court would settle this because here's the deal. When you, when you file, when you get a ballot and you fill it out, You're supposed to have an affidavit. If you didn't know you have someone say that this is me, you should be able to. If, in fact, you can verify that you when the before the ballot is thrown out, that's sufficient to be able to count the ballot because someone made a mistake and not dotting the correct eye. Who they voted for, testify, say who they voted for, say it's you. That is totally legitimate.
0: All right. Excuse me, no, no. When you I have 80 a final, million ballots I, I sent and swamping the system, you, 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 know you
2: know it can't be done. You know it can't. And already it's right. been so fraud. Now, mail service final, wait a, a minute, gentlemen. The final question is, in eight ballots. states,
0: we can keep talking. It's, it's in eight a, states, election workers are prohibited, prohibited currently by law. Eight states from even beginning to process ballots, even take them out of the envelopes and yes. flatten them. Until election day, that means that it's likely because there's going to be a huge increase in mail-in balloting that we are not going to know on election night who the winner is. That it could be days, it could be weeks, it could be months until we find out who the the, the new president is. So, I, first for you, sir, finally for the for the vice president, I hope neither of you will interrupt the other. Will you urge your supporters? to stay calm during this extended period, not to engage in any civil unrest. And will you pledge tonight that you will not declare victory until the election has been independently certified? President Trump, you go first. I'm urging
2: my supporters to go into the polls and watch very carefully because that's what has to happen. I am urging them to do it. As you know today there was a big problem in Philadelphia they went in to watch they were called poll watchers a very safe very nice thing they were thrown out they weren't allowed to watch you know why cuz bad things happen in Philadelphia bad things and Are i you... am urging i am urging my people i hope it's going to be a fair election if it's a fair You're election them what? i am 100% on board but if i see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated I can't go along with that, and I'll tell you what. From a common sense, I'll tell you what it your means. To take to it the means screen? you have a fraudulent election. You're and sending me you out 80 million ballots. They're not equipped to. These people aren't equipped to handle it. Number one. Number two, okay. they cheat. They cheat. Hey, they found ballots in a waste paper basket three so, days ago. And they all had the name right. military ballots. They were military. They all had the name Trump on them. Vice President you think Biden, that's good?
0: Vice President Biden, final question for you. Will you urge your supporters to stay calm while the vote is counted? And will you pledge not to declare victory until the election is independently certified?
1: Yes. And here's the deal. They count the ballots, as you pointed out. Some of these ballots in some states can't even be opened until Election Day. And if there's thousands of ballots, it's going to take time to do it. And by the way, our military, they've been voting by ballots for since at the end of the Civil War, in effect. And that's, and that's what's happen, going to happen. Why, was it not, why is it for them somehow not fraudulent? It's the same process. It's honest. No one has established at all that there is fraud related to mail-in ballots. That this, somehow it's a fraudulent process. It's already been established. It, it's, it, Take but, a look at Carolyn Maloney's I, 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 race. I you, yeah. you. had an opportunity look to respond. Look at Carolyn Go ahead. They have no idea what Vice happened. Vice President then, Biden, go ahead. He has no idea what he's talking about. Here's the deal. The fact is, I will accept it. And he will, too. You know why? Because once the winner is declared after all the, all the ballots are counted, all the votes are counted, that'll be the end of it. That'll be the end of it. And if it's me, in fact, fine. If it's, if it's not me, I'll support the outcome. And I'll be a president not just for the Democrats. I'll be a president for Democrats and Republicans. And this guy, I want to see fact, an honest I, okay, ballot then, count, gentlemen. We've, you say that's the end of Chris, it. This is the end to of see this an debate. ballot
0: count. We're and going I to think leave it there uh, to be continued as in more debates as we go on. Uh, president Trump, Vice President Biden. It's been an interesting hour and a half. I want to thank you both for participating. In the first of three debates that you have agreed to engage in, we want to thank Case Western Reserve University and the Cleveland Clinic for hosting this event. The next debate, sponsored by the Commission on Presidential Debates, will be one week from tomorrow, October 7th, at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. The two vice presidential nominees, Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Kamala Harris, will debate at 9 p.m. Eastern that night. We hope you watch. Until then, thank you and good night.